0: Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app now relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story hello and welcome to this sleep story from abide i'm Lonane laura it's great having you joining me tonight for the joy of enjoying god tonight we will be hearing about the joy there is to be found in relationship with the living god And the mutual enjoyment we can experience with the Lord as we journey on this Christian walk. This walk is not always easy, and there are many that fall away from the faith. And yet, the joy we can experience is more than worth the difficulties. However, many followers of Jesus don't experience this joy regularly. God has endless joy in doing life with us, yet we often miss out on the delight of being in relationship with Him. As we will explore during this sleep story, there are multitudes of scriptures that promise us joy. Psalm 144 verse 15 says, Happy are the people whose God is the Lord although jesus also promises that we will have trials and tribulations in this world he tells us to be of good cheer we can be of good cheer and experience joy because he has overcome the world as he tells us in john 16 verse 33 he has defeated the dark powers of this world and crushed the enemy of our souls Therefore, we may live cheerfully. So tonight, we will be listening to and meditating on the many beautiful scriptures about joy to encourage our hearts, especially in the times when joy seems out of reach. First, snuggle down and prepare for sleep. Just as Jesus came to bring joy to our burdened soul he also came to bring peace to your troubled heart i invite you now to prepare your body and mind to experience his peace and rest heavenly peace is one of the most precious gifts from the holy spirit he will supply it lavishly to us when we invite him in Start by bringing your awareness to every area that is tense or tight or under strain any area that needs the peace of God to come to it inhale and exhale several times breathe deeply into your lungs feel the gentle rise and fall of your stomach With each exhalation, your muscles are relaxing more and more. With each exhalation, your brain is getting nourished with fresh oxygen, and your mind is calming down. With each exhalation, feel the deepening serenity coming over you and also invite the Holy Spirit the Prince of Peace to unfold you let's invite him in inhale with the words come Holy Spirit and exhale with the words I surrender all let's do that again inhale with the words come Holy Spirit and exhale with the words I surrender all repeat that as many times as you like when you are ready bring your breathing into its normal rhythm and come to stillness Feel the gentle presence of the Holy Spirit in the room. He is guarding you. From Isaiah 26, verse 3, We know that he will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in him. Put your trust in him, precious listener. let me pray for you dear loving heavenly father i bring this precious one to you tonight guide them and guard them help them trust in you and trust in the finished work of jesus on the cross show them who you are more and more And as they listen to the words of your mouth in the scriptures tonight reveal to their hearts your love and kindness and gentleness but especially your joy help them experience your joy thank you that it's not a theory it's not just pretty words you didn't give us a promise of a joy that we can't feel so Lord help your precious child feel this joy and even in times when life is hard open up their heart to your love and the cheerfulness that is part of the experience of heaven thank you that you are never anxious or burdened so that we don't need to be either all this we pray in your son's wonderful name amen I hope that in whatever emotional state you're in right now you know that God's heart is for you to experience his joy and gladness I will repeat Psalm 144 happy For the people whose God is the Lord we can be happy simply because our God is the Lord God of heaven and earth the wonderful and majestic creator of the cosmos this God loved us with such an intense love that he sent his one and only son to die for us so that we could not only dwell with him in eternal bliss but also so that we could experience tastes of that bliss and joy in this life oh he is so good he doesn't want us to miss out on the abundant life that's available to us here and now in psalm 37:4 we find out the way we can access this joy take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart in general terms the deep desire of our hearts is peace and contentment and happiness we may pin our joy on specific wants or dreams or opportunities but what we are genuinely craving is joy and peace and God knows he designed us this way he also designed us so that we would only get a portion of joy from these things the real long-lasting joy comes from abiding with him being one with him and enjoying relationship with him think about this we are designed to contain God so how could we be satisfied with anything less as we take delight in him his presence in our lives will delight our hearts and our deepest desires will be satisfied and even when trials and suffering comes We can be like a well watered tree in a time of drought. Just as we read in Psalm 1, verse 3 You are like a tree planted by flowing, cool streams of water that never run dry. Your fruit ripens in its time, your leaves never fade or curl in the summer sun. No matter what you do, you prosper. He is the living water, so we need never thirst if we abide with him and drink in his life. So when seasons of mourning come, since your roots grow down deep in Christ, you can still experience his life and his joy. Jesus himself says in the Sermon on the Mount that those who mourn are blessed, for they shall be comforted. And more astonishingly he says in verse 11 of matthew 5 and blessed are you blessed are all of you when people persecute you or denigrate you or despise you or tell lies about you on my account but when this happens rejoice be glad remember that god's prophets have been persecuted in the past and know that in heaven you have a great reward he is encouraging us that no matter what comes against us no matter who might try to persecute us or dislike us if we know that our Savior and friend loves us with an all-consuming love we can rejoice it also tells us that his will is for us to rejoice and be glad even in the darkest times what a light we could be in the inhabitants of this dark world if they saw the joy and gladness that we feel even in the middle of rejection and painful situations this joy is possible for us to access when we walk in union with the Lord and fix our eyes on Him We read in Psalm 16, 8, and 9, I keep my eyes always on the Lord, with Him at my right hand. I will not be shaken, therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure. I think of Stephen in the book of Acts, as he looked up to the sky to see the Lord and gave up his life as a sacrifice for his brothers and sisters in Christ. Acts 7 we read. When the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious, and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look He said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. He was so full of the Holy Spirit, full of love, full of forgiveness, full of joy, that he was more concerned with the glory of God than the stones being thrown. This is exceptional this is the genuine fulfillment of the promise in the old testament in psalm 34 verse 5 those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy no shadow of shame will darken their faces stephen was a follower of jesus just as we are even though it may seem hard to believe we can access this insurmountable joy also this is the fruit of having the Holy Spirit in our lives Galatians 5 22 and 23 but the fruit of the Spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is now law. The Apostle Paul also has much to say about joy, even though he spent much of his ministry in prison or suffering rejection in many forms. In Romans 15.13, he writes, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit we can't dredge up feelings of our happiness of our own it's simply not within our power it is the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives if his spirit dwells within us richly joy will bubble up out of our hearts without our striving. Paul was highlighting this joy so much evidently because the persecuted churches he wrote to were in dire need of joy he tells the Philippians in chapter 4 verse 4 rejoice in the Lord always again I will say rejoice we aren't just rejoicing because of a feeble threat of hope we can rejoice and even dance in and shout for joy because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Perhaps our joy is in direct proportion to how aware we are of the love he demonstrated on the cross. A daily meditation on his sacrificial love on the cross will render our hearts soft and full of gratitude and joy. Remembering what he saved us from and what he saved us into will cause us to leap for joy James writes in his letter in chapter 5 verse 13 is anyone among you suffering let him pray is anyone cheerful let him sing Psalms whether we are suffering or experiencing cheer Let us talk to the lord and sing praises to him for he has overcome the world in psalm 126 verse 5 david writes those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy no one but jesus himself has exemplified this truth more perfectly even as he sweated drops of blood praying for you and me. He ultimately reaped the reward of joy. Jesus' season of suffering did not last forever, although I'm sure it would have felt like that at that time. It was intense, but the joy the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit must enjoy now and forever is more intense. We read in Psalm 30 verse 5 that God does not want our grief and mourning to overwhelm us. His desire is that joy should powerfully outweigh the sorrow. For His anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The voice translation puts it like this. His wrath, you see, is fleeting, but His grace lasts a lifetime. The deepest pains may linger through the night, but joy greets the soul with a smile of mourning. Jesus sowed in tears, but He reaped joy for all, of heaven and for you and me. Joy eternal and joy everlasting. God's beautiful promise in Isaiah 61 for the Lord's chosen people can be yours and mine. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land. and everlasting joy will be yours. The Lord isn't just promising joy for eternity, but a life of pain and trials here. He wants his kingdom to come in the present life as it is in heaven. That includes joy. Jesus himself says in chapter 15 of John's Gospel, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, that your joy may be full. How encouraging it is that Jesus did not ignore the fact that we would struggle in this life, and he was not willing to ascend back into heaven, leaving us bereft of his presence or friendship and comfort. He was going because it was better that way. Then, we could actually experience the spirit of joy himself residing permanently in us. So no matter the season of life, no matter if we go down to a low valley or a high mountaintop, we could have joy within us, and not just a partial or transient joy, but joy that would remain and joy that would be full to overflow. We can have joy even when suffering, for as Peter wrote in 1 Peter 4:13, but rejoice, as much as you participate in the sufferings of christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed the joyful spirit of christ can dwell so richly in us that we are able to rejoice even when experiencing hardships because he walked the walk first and now we simply follow after him And imitate him Paul exhorts us in Ephesians 5 therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God Jesus modeled the perfect life for us he showed us how to walk in joy in this troubled world he blazed the trail so we can follow in his footsteps psalm 1611 you may know to me the path of life you will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand he wants to feed us right out of his right hand. If we walk close enough with Him, we can feast on His goodness and the pleasures He has in the palm of His hand. Not just temporary pleasures that give us excitement for the briefest moment, but eternal pleasures. Psalm 16.9-11 to 11 says, This is a good life. My heart is glad. My soul is full of joy my body is at rest who could want more you will not abandon me to experience death in the grave or leave me to rot alone instead you direct me on the path that leads to a beautiful life as i walk with you the pleasures are never ending and i know true joy and contentment what a beautiful phrase as we walk with him the pleasures are never ending and we can know true joy and contentment as we walk with him as we do life with him as we abide with him his joy can be ours he won't fail us either he can't break his promise or go against his word again as david wrote in psalm 34 those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy no shadow of shame will darken their faces as you look to him like Stephen did his love and joy will cause your face to beam and you will be so taken by his goodness that you will be blinded to the shadows and sorrows around you. Psalm 19, verse 8 further adds its weight to this promise. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. It's an encouragement to us to seek deeper union and connection with Him by reading his word king david placed such a high value on the precepts in god's word and that's how he became a man after god's own heart as we read his word it will give joy to our heart and we will become radiant with hope and gladness and as we please him with our lives and especially with our faith and trust in Him, He will bless us with wisdom and happiness. Solomon wrote in the first part of Ecclesiastes 2.26, To the person who pleases Him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. And Solomon writes again in Proverbs 10.28, The hope of the righteous will be gladness. I pray you may know more deeply in your heart that God desires you to experience His joy and gladness. Listen one final time as I repeat Psalm 144, verse 15. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord you can be happy precious listener because your God is the Lord God of heaven and earth who loves you so completely and he delights in you let's pray dear joy-giving father thank you for the joy you give us thank you that you want to delight our hearts and as we walk closely with you we can experience pleasures at your right hand and joy everlasting may your spirit dwell richly in us and may your joy in us be full thank you that we can be a happy people because you are our God your presence is our deepest joy in Jesus name amen as you continue to sleep may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit